Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Raz Blitz Podcast. I am your host, MB. You can find me on Twitter at Razball underscore MB. Joining me tonight, I have Jay and T-Hole, like usual, for our Raz for our Raz Thrones podcast. And also joining us, we have a special guest, a new Razball writer, Evan Peterson. Evan, how you doing, bud? I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, it's great to be on with you boys. It's great to be a part of Razball. It's been a very warm welcome so far. Man, awesome and yeah starting off with the oh. lies uh, <laughs> I, I didn't receive a copy of the resume so i'm not sure what's going on here i think we may need to cancel this entire yeah show. you know the thing is t-hole is in charge of uh human resources he's our hr department which oh, is okay. funny because i've done podcasts with t-hole before t-hole t-hole yeah it's t-hole i don't think he really cares like matt lets it's... it slip that it's t-hole sometimes i don't understand why but it takes some getting used to <laughs> It's French or something. Who knows? I'll call the Lord whatever he wants to be called. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. You're, that, that's all I need to know. You're good to go. We're good. All right. Uh, before we get into Game of Thrones, Evan. Evan, sir. Bowie, what's up? Ma- Matthew. <laughs> How do you collect money for leagues that you commission? Uh, up front. League safe. Up- league safe. That's awesome. We use League Safe as well. It's a safe and easy way to keep your fantasy funds online instead of uh, being responsible for all the cash. Uh, you tell League Safe a couple, of, or you answer a couple of easy questions for League Safe about your league settings, and they take care of the rest. Five hundred thousand people have used League Safe. The funds are locked for the season, and it has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. And if you use the promo code Razball, if you're a new user, you get ten dollars added to the league's pot. So how's that sound for you, Evan? Uh, Sounds like I'm in. And I wasn't even prompted with that. That was just kind of off the cuff. So I'm I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So big safe for me and ask if I can get $10 for using them for the last 10 years. But since I'm a member now, I can't get the $10. Can we talk about that? Or can they send me some sort of paraphernalia, some T-shirt, something to... Remember me for all I've done for them. Yeah, uh, you're definitely a guy who wants all the T-shirts, so we can see if League Safe can send you a T-shirt. Uh, why don't you go ahead and send him a tweet 
and then plug them on the Twitter machine, and we'll see if we can make it happen. Thank you. Uh, all right, so let's get right into what we're here for, which is Game of Thrones. Uh, so the internet is not really happy with how the Game of Thrones went, but I think we all like it. So Jay, why don't you why don't you lead us off with what you thought of the episode? Is it like what's the internet saying? I that they're just moving it along too quick, and oh, it, it's mean... just it's getting too fantasy ish, and you know. What? <laughs> These complaints make no sense. It's like a fantasy show, and it's on its way to the to the to the season finale next season. I don't know what they they're thinking. I you know, I understand. I can be an apologist too, uh, but I really enjoyed last night's episode. I I saw a couple nitpicks. Um, I have to admit, I saw um, someone nitpicking uh, the travel time between what it takes from Gendry to one run all the way back to uh, Eastwatch, and then to send a Raven, and then to Danny to Rider Dragons, but honestly, um, I think when you're thinking that micro, you're like not even enjoying the show. You're just kind of, <laughs> I like, I don't know what you're doing, but in, someone actually did the math and showed that it was possible to do this in three days, which is incredible. I don't know, you know, the internet is like, we have no cure for cancer, but someone can figure out a fantasy show that a dragon can travel about 80 miles per hour, a raven can travel about 30 miles per hour, and calculate it to where it would take three days total for all of this to happen and make it plausible. So, I, you know, it's just one of those things. But, yeah, uh, long story short, I, I really enjoyed the episode. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode by far, but I think the emotional experience from it was so draining. It was about as draining as probably the previous episode where it was... Um, you know, Jamie and uh, Braun and Daenerys and Tyrion, and just you didn't know what was going to happen during that battle scene. And but this one, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just uh, I was tired after watching the episode. I really was, and that's saying a lot because I think a lot of their dramatic cues were obvious. Like I think you knew Daenerys was going to come in and save the day. I think you knew John was going to survive. Uh, and it's just you know the big the big moments you, you saw coming, but, and stuff like, before I, I meander too far off, I did want to point out that I did, I did like to see Tormund survive, I didn't expect that, I thought he was a true goner, I really thought he was going to die, and in true Game of Thrones form, I actually expected him to die, but they twisted it, they are like, okay, we're going to have him survive, and I thought that was a nice little, neat little twist, so I, I kind of mm-hmm, enjoyed that, yeah. so, those, those were kind of my, uh, you know, shoot from the hip thoughts right now. All right, before we get into your thoughts, T-Hole, let's uh, have our guest uh, tell us what he thought about the episode. Evan, you uh, actually watched it with me at my house, and uh, that's kind of our tradition this season anyway. So what did you think of the episode? At Casa de Bowie. Yeah. Casa um, de Bowie. It, it was a, a decent episode. I agree that, you know, something... They're just putting all the pieces in place, and whether it seems forced because they're up against this time crunch they put themselves in by, you know, essentially telling us when the series is going to end or, you know, if it's just setting up for the end of the season. I thought some of the battle scenes were kind of boring and I kind of just turned my brain off and enjoyed zombie grizzly bears and things like that. Um, But if it's, we've already kind of accepted these fantasy things like zombies and dragons. And I mean, we can't really complain that it's gone too far down the fantasy realm. They've kind of been easing it in 
uh, phrasing. And, you know, now we just kind of have to sit back and take it. So I, I, I did think there was way more dramatic undertones. Like, I'm more interested in what's going on in Winterfell and kind of that whole story, as opposed to, like, overtly disintegrating White Walkers and things like that. But it was a solid episode. All right, T-Hole, what would you think? I love I loved it. I love every single Game of Thrones episode I've ever made. But I mean, I like the banter between the little separate little chit chats between all the guys that were going north, all the characters. I mean, I saw a couple people picked off and killed. The guys who were killed, I, mean, I didn't recognize them or remember them ever being a part of the team. So I was like, wait, who just got killed? I'm like, oh, it was a nobody, no name. How did that happen? So none of the main people got killed except the drunk dude with the flaming sword. Uh, he's cool, but it's sad to see him go. Uh, I was sad to see the hound kind of puss out when the fight when the bear was on fire. There, that was a little disappointing because it cost a man his life, basically. But yeah, but the battle scene, the speed of it, whatever. I mean, I don't really care. But I mean, yeah, they probably would have frozen to death. I'm quite sure, and whatever the time frame was. Or, why was the White Walker dude with those spears, why didn't he just chuck one at him and kill him right there? And then, it seemed, I, I mentioned to you this to you guys multiple times, but it seemed sort of Lord of the Ring, like with the elf and the dwarf and the other dude, where they kill like, you know, 5,000 enemies between the four of them, which I find a little bit different than how they usually do the show as far as the battle scenes being realistic. But as far as people having a problem with it becoming too much of a fantasy show, I mean, it's like the White Walkers, which are in the books, and it's the Dragons, which has been the build-up of the whole books. This is what everybody should want. This is what it is. It wasn't a true fantasy in the sense that there's tons of magic and this and that early on, but, I mean, this is the peak, and as Jay said, we're getting towards the end here. I mean, this is what people want should be excited about. We want these wars. We want this battle. Uh, I was devastated to see the dragon go down. I gotta say, it took a piece of my soul. It really did. I am uh, shaken even now thinking about it. Yeah, um, I really liked the episode. I talked to Jay a little bit about it a couple days ago. I had let him know that there was definitely some... Talking without me? I'm sorry, we'll CC you in next time. (laughs) Well, there goes (laughs) T-Hole. Um... But yeah, I I really enjoyed the battle scene. As you guys know, if you listen, that I'm a very casual watcher and I can't remember any of the names. Well, I can remember about half of them now because all the stories are kind of consolidating a little bit. But it was super entertaining and it's always going to be a great show. So I'm along the lines with you guys. Uh, But Evan, I was talking to you a little bit earlier and there is an interesting theory on the internet about that has to do with Bran and the Night King. So why don't you tell us... um, a little bit about your thoughts with that. Yeah, and I try not to delve. I mean, I love the fan theories, but the one thing I love most about them is that it kind of goes over some of the old stuff and refreshes me, as opposed to, like, I was watching scenes from, you know, John killing the first White Walker, and I, you know, barely remember that because I haven't really gone back and binged this season. But there's a lot of talk about, like, I think Bran's the biggest wild card in this whole thing. I think time travel is this 
um, thing the writers have up their sleeve that can be dropped at any point in time, and they they can just screw with the timeline and throw everybody off. So whatever you think your predictions are, you think you know where it's going. Like they always have this kind of Joker card, and there was an interesting thing about like how uh, you know John killing one White Walker and like five others exploding, um, where. Uh, Bran is the only other character that we've actually seen warg into like multiple ravens at one time and the fact that the uh, Night King sees him in his green vision and there's uh, just a whole theory go read it on reddit dive down the rabbit hole and I I don't know if you guys believe it or not or I mean Jay what do you think the Night King has to offer now that he's got a dragon or what do you think his bigger plans are or is it just kill 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 yeah, I'm not sure. I think it involves... I think you're onto something. I do I do read a lot of the theories on Reddit, if only because at the worst they're entertaining and kind of fanatic, but at the best they, they make you think a lot about it. I, I, really quick, I spent a lot of time today dissecting the whole um, Arya-Sansa thing, and it, it makes a lot of sense that uh, it's a ploy to lure in um, uh, Baelish, and, and in that regard, you know, about T-Hole's complaint, uh, or not complaint, but just critique, I, I wonder... You know, because I think T-Hole is onto something, too, is if the Night King, you know, uh, if he set up a trap to capture the dragon, like, it, it kind of forces you to think what Evan's talking about here, about what what are his powers exactly. We don't we don't know much about him. Um, I Again, I haven't read the books. Maybe T-Hole could, could help with that, and of course Evan could, too. But, like, what are his powers? What's his goals? Obviously, he wanted a dragon. I mean, they had the spears ready to go. They had the chains ready to go. I, I, don't, I don't think those are Ryder's mistakes. I think those are kind of... Uh, hints at, at to what the plan was. So while John and, and his uh, magnificent, uh, you know, however many people plus the red shirts were were there to hunt one of them, maybe they were there to hunt one of the uh, the southerners. And you know, we I wonder too if um, like we if we'll ever get to know his origination. I, I've read some theories to where he could have been one of the first Starks uh, to roam around. He could have himself had. Um, you know these uh, green seer powers, like being able to warg, and uh, you know he w- obviously broke bronze spell with the ravens. So it's it's all very interesting stuff, and I I hope you know with so much little time left that we get to at least delve into the history. And I'm I'm, I'm sure they will, but I, I still I really want to see it. and I want to see it now. It obviously won't happen next week, but well, that's a big centerpiece of it. Is they say that brands uh, back in. Uh, season six, I think it was the last episode. They actually show the first White Walker, where the children of the forest push the dragon glass into the man that they thought was, you know, coming to kill him. And there's this whole theory about how, you know, they think it's Bran going back to try and stop them from making the White Walkers and then kill him. And it's it's just very interesting. And like you said, at the very least, there's some very fanatic theories out there, even if you don't buy into all of them. Yeah. Um, so T Hole, getting to you a little bit. Uh, what do you think of the Sansa, what's going on with Sansa and Arya? I know uh, that Jay got into it a little bit, who, but do you want to delve in? Who the fuck is Arya? Are you in my Ari- area? Arya! Are you in Arya. my area, dog? Get out of my area. Uh-oh. <laughs> Arya. Sorry. Well, um, yeah, to save you further embarrassment, I will cut in here and say... Never do that, T-Hole. Okay, thank you. I for I mean I forgot to mention what was Jon Snow doing 
when they were all getting on the dragon to leave, but he was insisting on continuing to fight when they're all like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? I thought he was clearing the road, like an Independence Day when Bill Pullman's like, like, it's time to clear the road, you know, and they just shoot. The dragon couldn't just fucking torch the whole fucking stream of these donkeys. Like, I just didn't make sense. And he cost that other dragon his life. And then on the other hand, why didn't the White Walker throw the spear at Daenerys' dragon and just kill them all? Like, and just yeah, end the war right now. What? Well, I think he got Vissarion just because Vissarion was whipping up his army pretty good. Like, he was the one doing the most damage because Drogon was just sitting there. You know, I think his main goal was to just, you know, get a get a dragon. But I, I think you have a point with Jon. I felt like, you know, uh, watching it, I felt like he got kind of greedy and he wanted to go see if he could, like, tickle the Night King, you know, with the skills. That's what I thought, that's what I thought was yeah. happening. That he wanted the one-on-one showdown to call him out, but it's just never... It never happened, and then again, how did he? How did he come out of the freezing water after five minutes? Does that explain? Is it just because he's already died once? Like normally, people uh, once they sink and that kind of water, you're yeah, pretty much. I think it's plot armor, but you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're pretty much done there. But yeah, Arya and Sansa is getting a little interesting. It was Littlefinger didn't drop as much of his usual game as he usually does which was quite interesting the episode before i was like damn Littlefinger is doing work right now he's so ahead of the game it's incredible it's really impressive what he's doing but yeah i don't know what's gonna pop off there because i didn't think i don't know why sansa was so distressed over the letter when it's easy explanation of why it was sent in the first place under the pressure of these other people i don't know why it was they're making it that big of a deal, but obviously these two... Well, Arya basically just called her a pussy about it. Right, but I mean, again, as we know and we saw it, many of us or many people would do, I don't know if we would or you guys would, but under that kind of pressure where your life's on the line, you may write anything on a little piece of paper to send send out if you, if you feel fear for your life and a life of torture and rape and whatever the, the case may be. So I don't fully blame Sansa for that. But I don't know what's going to happen here. Did Rickon did Rickon get killed earlier? By the way, because somebody I can totally forgotten about this guy's existence. He was the most useless Stark <laughs> ever. Did he die? Yeah, at some the bastards. Point? Yeah. Oh, he, who, yeah. Who, he didn't. He didn't zigzag, man. <laughs> oh, Bran, man, too bad, too bad. So yeah, I, I, I that's that's becoming quite interesting. But I don't really know. I mean, I kind of just want to see Arya. We got away from her. Going to coming back and just kill. I mean, she seems like to have no problem killing anyone she wants to kill. Like she could go kill Cersei. She could do, go do whatever she wants. She can't be stopped. She is the ultimate assassin. Instead, she's dicking around, having sister feuds at the at Winterfell, accomplishing nothing. Get her out in the war. Get her out in the fight. Slaying Walker. What is happening? I don't know. I don't know either. Um... But we do have a, a nice little trailer for the next episode. It looks like it's going to be taking place in King's Landing. So, Jay, do you have any predictions for next week or any sense of um, what's going to happen? Well, I, I, you know, watching Game of Thrones, I have found that, you know, the titles of the show uh, describe multiple storylines in that show. They do that a lot. And th- this, this finale is called... Uh, the dragon and the wolf. So if it's not in a nine, and it's going to be ninety minutes long, which is incredible, or eighty minutes long. I'm sorry, it's, which is incredible. But if it's not like, um, I just, 
I think we're going to, you know, obviously it, it plainly means, you know, Daenerys and, and John, but maybe we could see a Rhaegar Lyanna flashback, which would be awesome because, you know, the episode before this one, we found out that it was actually a legitimate marriage, which gives John, uh, you know, he's actually the legitimate uh, ruler based based on the rules uh, of um, the Seven Kingdoms, which is an interesting kind of, uh, you know, uh, thing. Because he, he would have still been a bastard if, if uh, you know, Rhaegar was married to Illyria. Um, you know, the Dornish princess, uh, uh, to his children. But, um, uh, I think it's, it's interesting because we know that Daenerys is expecting Cersei to do something. We know Cersei is going to do something. We know Jaime is going to be caught in the middle. Uh, we've kind of been ham-fisted that, that a lot this season and, you know, probably in the past. And it looks like they're meeting in neutral ground and all the armies are there. So I, I... Oh, was neutral ground? Where yeah, it, it seemed at? like it seemed like an abandoned coliseum. It, you know, they were obviously sailing to King's Landing, but it looks like they were they were not meeting in King's Landing. I think that would okay. be a little too. I think it would be unbelievable. Like I, I think that would be a misstep if if that happened. I, I don't think it would make much sense. But it, you know, it looked like to be an abandoned coliseum of some sort where they were meeting. John was obviously there. Cersei was there, and Tyrion was there. They didn't show Daenerys, so it makes me curious if if she sent Tyrion instead, or they decided to use Tyrion as um the avatar for for daenerys in, in that meetup but we know that the hound is going to be there so i wonder if we're actually going to get uh Clegane bowl which has has been a fan type of meme for like the past you know ever since game of thrones started and i i'm curious if they would actually do that fan service that some fan service i would say is is a little lazy to call it that but if they do Clegane bowl it, it would definitely be fan service and i would be actually okay with it if if they've if the mountain took on the hound in, in some way. Um, but I don't know. I think the the series is going to end on a big cliffhanger. Generally, uh, Game of Thrones doesn't end on cliffhangers too much. They they like to have you know their big episode this, the, before the finale. And then the finale is good, but they generally don't. Um, I think they will this season just because I think that these two last seasons are so aligned together. I could see something happening at that Colosseum at the end that causes us to be like, oh shit, what happens next? And then, you know, the, maybe they that it goes full out war, something traumatic happens, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll get that, uh, uh, the theory that Jaime kills Cersei. It could also be uh, Tyrion kills Cersei as well, just because uh, according to um, uh, the, the lore and, and what she's been prophesized is that her brother will kill her, but we just don't know which brother, and I'm open to both. Uh, I think both would be dramatic. I think it makes a little bit more dramatic if Jamie does it, just because we know that she has, um, you know, his uh, she's uh, um, pregnant again, which which may be a lie, and that doesn't quite fit the. Policy. I think it's almost definitely a lie to it keep uh, Jamie around. Right, but I. Yeah, go ahead. Can I just yeah, interject? Yeah. I just think it's funny that you're not looking at the other side of this. Like, um, you know. Uh, Tyrion killed his mother in childbirth, and technically, if Cersei's baby killed her in childbirth, it, that's technically her brother, right? Right. So, I mean, I think there's a, a third part to it. Like, I don't, I don't know that they would go through the whole Jamie like after he's finally like Cersei said, "Hey, we're gonna tell everybody that this is your kid," and he kind of had that moment like, "Ooh, I get to be a dad instead of cool Uncle Jamie." Like, I, I don't really know how they would manage to turn him you know, on those two polar emotional opposites. And I, I just wanted to interject there. No, and I kinda... like it. I like that theory, too. That, that's really cool, actually. So, yeah, Evan, why don't you just go ahead and continue and just uh, 
I think Jay was about to wrap up. Or does Jay ever really wrap up? I don't, I don't really know. wrap up, so you better just wrap me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't you uh, go ahead and give us a prediction for uh, Episode 7 before we get to T-Hole. Yeah, well, I, I think if there's a prediction based on what happened last episode, it was that um, Cersei, Euron, and Bran were awfully quiet, and you know we kind of don't know what's going on with them, so I feel like that could be building into something with either one or all three of those characters. As far as Clegane Bowl, like, I do agree that they would probably do some service to the fans, but uh, one thing, depending on how fast she travels on these not-so-summer roads, is Brienne's also coming to uh, crash the party, and she's got her her own relationship with the hound and whatnot oh that's right yeah i forgot and uh also like i said jay talks about how you know something big is going to happen at you know this meetup or whatever and i definitely think there there is because all the key players are there but if there's one thing about game of thrones is they want you to look one way and then kind of something else is going to happen somewhere else so like we were talking about winterfell i i think it's really interesting that in the conversation with Sansa and Littlefinger, like Littlefinger basically said, you know, if uh, you wanted to take Arya out because she was going to be a threat to you, like you got to send her packing. So either Sansa's trusting Littlefinger and is going to, you know, take the bait and try and, uh, I don't know why you'd go up against a super assassin after she threatened to cut your face off. But I mean, Sansa, while she's smart, isn't, you know, a mastermind or anything like that. But I, I think if anybody's going to go this week, I, I just think Littlefinger has got to go. That's, that's my prediction. I hope Littlefinger doesn't go. I mean, I don't like him as a character, but I, I just like to see him hang around till the end. I think uh, he's a great piece for the show just cause he's like a slinky little bastard. And I mean, whether he's a big part of the episode or not, me, Jay, and T-Hole, we talk about him every single week because we want to know what he's up to. So I just hope he hangs around. But uh, T-Hole, do you have any predictions at all? Yeah, man. Well, first of all, what I would do is I would take the mountain and I would give him, wrap him, his entire body in armor and dragon glass and send him in to <laughs> fuck up the White Knight, White Walker King, the Night King or whatever. Just go, just send him in there. This guy can't be stopped. He can't be killed. Send him in to get the job done. Then match him up with the Hound in a one-on-one brother-on-brother and let that go down like the final episode just like for fun, just to give everybody what they want, like in a, you know, just an arena somewhere, just some random thing. And then, yeah, that'd be great. But I don't know. What was the question? What's going to happen next week? I don't know. I think it, it, it almost feels like everyone's going to come together, even Cersei and all that. But on the other hand, I can't really see, I still can't see her agreeing to do something like that, especially without having some underhanded scheme to go along with that. So that's going to be pretty interesting. We didn't get any year on action this week, so he'll be back. I don't know. Somehow it is his Navy going to come into play here. How does they come into play against the White Walkers? I don't know. Can they firebomb them from the water? I mean, how's this all going to work out? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited. Definitely. All right, just to wrap up, um, we got rotoware.com where you can get all of your fantasy football, baseball, hockey, basketball apparel. They've got great t shirts for you. Uh, they got lineups and chill, the commissioner. Uh, they have the waiver wire warrior sleepers, all sorts of stuff for you. So check out rotoware.com and uh, use the promo code RASBALL and get yourself 15% off on any of their apparel. So, uh, Jay, and, uh, is on, there... on Twitter, make sure to hashtag T-Hole Needs New Wardrobe. 
For yes, T Hole needs new wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Jay, just a little bit um, about your Reddit thread today. Uh, how'd that go? And uh, can people still check it out to see the answers and whatnot that you gave to the questions? Oh yeah, we just do we do AMAs. I was actually a little behind. Uh, funny story. It was actually um, uh, Matt here and Zach were supposed to accompany me on that AMA, but I actually I was supposed to do it last week and then I just forgot about it because I am an upstanding, responsible person. So I kind of uh, took care of it today um, really quick, and then we're going to have Matt and Zach uh, do an AMA, AMA before the season starts. It's just another way to, to access you know our, our views on things, questions, concerns, and it's a way to kind of introduce our site to people who don't normally read us, which is which is a great way to do it, especially, you know, now that uh, we're, we're probably, you know, I guess, I mean, we are, I, it's not a question, we are one of the top sites out there when it comes to accuracy and ranking, and, and uh, our content is very unique, and uh, I'm sure listeners who, who are with us uh, constantly know that, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a fun way to interact with, with the readers, to the, to the non, non-readers and everything like that, so... All right, uh, Evan, thanks for joining us today, man. Uh, why don't you give us your Twitter handle? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, you know hearing your guys' takes on the finale. You can find me at FWFB on the Twitter machine. Um, you can find me writing defensive streamers and other streamers this year for Raz Ball and um, just kicking ass and taking names. Awesome. Yeah, so you're taking over my article, and uh, I'm going to be moving on to something else this season. Uh, T-Hole, why don't you let us know what your Twitter handle is? Uncle Daddy Tejo? Tejo? Tejo, Tejo, yeah. T-Hole, the rankings are coming out Thursday. My rankings I'm working on as we speak. Jay, don't hang up at the end. I need you to tell me how to do this again. Right. Haven't you been on Fantasy Pros for like three years or something? They booted me off, man. They booted off a number one overall ranker. They booted off. Whoa! <laughs> I need to talk. I need to talk to whoever's in charge there, also. And uh, maybe they'll send you a T-shirt too. Yes, <laughs> Fantasy Pros number one ranker T-shirt. <laughs> All right, that that about wraps it up. Is there anything else that you wanted to tell the people about, Jay? No, I mean, what What if Arya already killed Baelish? And that's that's her, like, testing. Yeah, Sansa. there's that theory, too, yeah. What is, what is I, that that, yeah, I almost brought that up. That's that, nuts. Do you guys think that's nothing? I think it's nothing. Evan, Evan it's said that to me on Sunday. Yeah. Like, I, without even looking at the internet. She she has to know he's, like, around. Like, ta- um, Tayhole. <laughs> Baelish doesn't know that Arya was training to be a fucking assassin. And if she's, if he's following her, I think she's probably a little smarter than he is and who who leaves faceless masks just hanging out and like easily luggage like they, they need you know don't they have locks in in westeros anyhow those are my ending thoughts <laughs> so all right all right well thanks for joining us we'll be back later this week with the industry duds draft and then on friday you'll be able to hear the Rasball writers draft so we got a couple of drafts and then we'll be back to the season finale next week and then regular football content with me and zach take care guys hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.